is Judy Cohen, and this is Wake Up Call 424. And today I want to talk about what feels <laughs> to me like a real paradox in the law, which is making a deliberate choice to be friendly to everyone. I have to make that choice to be friendly a lot. I just want to name that I need to pay attention really closely, mindfully, moment to moment. And if I don't, when I don't, um, aversiveness really creeps in when I'm not looking. Irritation, frustration, all of that's there when friendliness doesn't arise naturally, which sometimes it just doesn't. And I had a really hard time coming to terms with the fact that this is true for me, you know, that friendliness doesn't just arise naturally and spontaneously in every moment. It was something I didn't want to look at because I was afraid, essentially, I was afraid to confirm my own suspicions that it was true. And I really appreciate the way that in her book, The Places That Scare You, Pema, Pema Chodron asked, what is it that allows our goodwill to expand and our prejudice and anger to decrease? Traditionally, it is said that the root of aggression and suffering is ignorance. But what is it that we are ignoring? And I love the way she uses ignore to work with ignorance. Entrenched, she goes on, entrenched in the tunnel vision of our personal concerns, what we ignore is our kinship with others. And that feels really right to me when I'm not spontaneously friendly. It's, it's almost always because I've forgotten that kinship, you know, forgotten that we all inhabit the same earth, that we all belong to one another. So making the deliberate choice to turn in the direction of friendliness or Maitri in Tibetan or Metta in Pali, the neuroscientists say that as we do that, we're carving new neural pathways that will eventually, eventually theoretically, one day become our default pathways. And I'd say yes and for me, Yes, and even though I'm pretty dedicated to this practice and practice pretty much, this mind still skids out of a friendly pathway and back into an aversive one, or as Pema would say, an ignorant one. This past weekend, um, I was in a ceremony for 10 of us who've been studying in a teacher training with James Barras for the last five years. And, and James last fall told us that he was ready to authorize us to teach. So now the 10 of us are authorized to teach in his lineage, which is insight meditation and also bhakti or celebratory devotion, which feels kind of amazing. And in the ceremony, each of us delivered a talk. And one friend, Eve Decker, a wonderful teacher in Berkeley, California, delivered a talk about metta, this quality of unconditional friendliness. And, and as you probably know, you've heard me talk about the quality of different ways. There's different ways to talk about it. Eve talked about it in a way that feels so powerful to me. And this is why I've been using some of the words already that I've been using. She said, it's the deliberate choice moment to moment to befriend whatever arises. So I really love that. And it's why I've been using that word deliberate. It's the concept, the practice of nothing left out, no one left out deliberately befriending people I care about, but also people who drive me nuts, 
deliberately befriending the moment when there's no traffic and the moment when I'm stuck in the jam and for sure will not get where I'm going on time. You know, deliberately befriending the people on my side and the ones who are not politicians who speak for me and the people I love and the ones who don't. And Pema is reminding us all the time, this is the path of the warrior. And it's about friendliness, but not only friendliness, she also introduces what she calls the four limitless qualities, which I've studied and talked about here as the four Brahma Viharas or heavenly abodes, friendliness, compassion, empathic joy, and equanimity. And she says, it's up to us. We can spend our lives cultivating our resentments and cravings or we can explore the path of the warrior, nurturing open-mindedness and courage. Sounds like an obvious choice, maybe a simple choice to make, and maybe for most of us it is simple, but also not so easy. Because, I mean, well, I don't know about you, but I know how it feels to spend my life cultivating resentment and cravings. I, I did it for years, or I encountered mindfulness. And I've done it too many times to count since. But I aspire to nurture friendliness, compassion, joy, and equanimity. And as I mentioned last wake-up call, aspiration is the key. And Pema, I love this contrast that she makes between aspiration and affirmation. And she says, affirmations are like telling yourself that you are compassionate and brave in order to hide the fact that secretly you feel like a loser. You know, Pema is such a warrior. Um, in the way she writes. So, ouch, right? She, but she's advising us not to affirm. She's saying aspire towards these four limitless qualities. Aspire towards being kinder and more compassionate and more joyful and more equanimous. And also knowing that they are aspirations. And so we'll need to, or we'll get to practice for our whole lives. So this first aspiration, kindness, Pemo says we work on it in seven steps. And the first is to train deliberately to choose to befriend whatever arises in our own experience. And so for me, yeah, this is, is hard. Yesterday, there was joy in the morning, first day of class, felt like it went okay, good. And there was stress because there was electrical work going on at my house and I was worried I would lose power and not be able to finish the wake-up call. And there was equanimity, but then there was frustration due to all these different conditions. And so it's not easy for me, at least, to deliberately choose to befriend absolutely everything that arises. But the training is incredibly powerful because the more I can do that, the more I remember deliberately choose to befriend my own experience, the more likely I am to be able to be friendly towards whatever I see in others. Why? Because whatever I see in them, I've already seen in myself in one way or another, already befriended in myself. And then there is this kinship. It's they're going through the same thing I am going through. So I already know how to be friendly in the face of that kind of moment. The next steps will be familiar to you, those of you who are on the wake-up call a lot, because they are the sequence for Metta. We train in deliberately 
choosing to befriend those we love, which tends to be relatively easy. Our friends, which is also usually not too hard. Strangers or neutral people, which sometimes makes sense to us and sometimes doesn't. And then the really difficult people in our lives and in the world, which is the challenging part for me anyway. And then in the Tibetan practice, we take all of those people together first and we put them together and practice one in one round for them. And then we include all beings. So that's, so that's the seven steps. And then I would add an eighth. I am adding an eighth when I'm practicing. And that is the earth because I feel like the earth could use all the love she can get right now. So, uh, and then one last thing, this is not, I just want to say, this is not like a doormat practice. I was listening to Dan Harris's 10% Have Beer podcast and he had Pema on and he, he asked her about that. He was like, you know, doesn't this make us a doormat? And Pema was very clear. This is a fierce practice. So we're not rolling over or acquiescing or putting our hands together and prayer position and closing our eyes and saying yes to everyone and bowing to every single thing we are, but we're not, we're, we're doing this with a kind of ferocity because deliberately choosing to befriend whatever arises, even our aversion, even our ill will, that's how we stop that aversion and ill will from obfuscating our ability to see that kinship and in seeing that kinship to see and then do whatever is needed in order to change the world. So we are training to be warriors. So let's sing. So taking a posture that's supportive for you right now and also upright, that kind of um, seated warrior pose, if you will, where your own aspirational qualities, your own dedication to being deliberate about this quality of friendliness where that can be lifted up, where you can lift that up, where your body can lift it up. And sitting with this, yeah, this ferocity that I think many of us are already familiar with in our uh, practice as lawyers. Yeah. So can we bring that practice to, to our cushion, our proverbial cushion, to our seat, to our mindfulness? 
And how does that feel? Can we turn towards first that sense of warriorness or ferocity that we have? Can we first turn towards that with friendliness? Maybe noticing that this quality has served us. This deliberateness that We had no compunction, or at least I never had any compunction about bringing it into my work as a lawyer. So can we bring it here? And yet the quality is friendliness. Balancing that ferocity, it's a ferocious friendliness. Maybe that's a way. And if the mind wanders, if we get lost, thought or emotion takes us over, where is that friendliness? That deliberate friendliness towards the wandering mind. Towards the difficult emotions.
maybe a little like being an advocate for ourselves. An advocate for friendliness, but also that the friendliness itself is on the side of whatever our experience is. That loyalty to experience that Pema talks about. Loyalty to present moment experience, whatever it is. And then just taking a few intentional breaths, not to let go of that sense of loyalty or the deliberate friendliness, but just to connect with your environment and with the next steps that you are going to be taking Thanks everyone for being on the wake up call. Also, thank you to all of you who have offered sponsorship to the call. I've mentioned in the last few weeks, this is, this call is freely offered. I love doing this and this is going to be out there for anyone who's interested. And I really appreciate the, the sponsorship. You can get there in the chat window. I put the link or on our website. And also, there's about two weeks left in the application period for the Mindfulness in Law teacher training for 2024 this year. So if you're interested or you know someone who is, please send them to the website, the Warrior One website. All right. Take care, everyone. Be safe. Be well. I'll see you next Thursday.